Welcome to Lakers Carpool, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. My name is James Brooks. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me on my drive to work this morning. Lakers basketball is officially here. The regular season started yesterday for the Lakers. The Lakers took on the Golden State Warriors in Golden State in San Francisco, where the Lakers lost 123-109. to Definitely a tough game for us Lakers fans. Some good, some bad. Let's jump into it. So last night was the ring ceremony for the Golden State Warriors. They were the 2022, yeah, 2022 champions after they beat the Celtics. Tough and interesting finals last year. Obviously, we didn't want the Celtics to win as Lakers fans, but the Golden State Warriors aren't really much better, in my opinion. I mean, I have four teams that I dislike the most, right? We have the Celtics, number one, and then... Somewhere after that, you know, you have the Clippers, you have the Spurs, you have the Warriors and the Suns. That's how I feel, personally. But anyways, ring ceremony last night for the Warriors, which, you know, annoying to sit through, annoying to have to watch, but whatever. Good for them, they won. And honestly, they look like they are they might be the number one team in the NBA again this season. So, barring any injuries or anything like that, they're a, they're a deep team. Steph looks good. Clay looks good. Jordan Poole looks good. Um, they, they're just, they just look like a, a solid team again this season. And the Lakers took the brunt of that last night, losing 123-109. to So let's start with the good last night. LeBron James looked good. He had 31 points. Anthony Davis looked good. He had 25 points, I believe. Russell Westbrook actually looked pretty good with 19 points. So the big three, quote-unquote, for the Lakers looked pretty pretty decent over decent overall which was good to see. Good to see Anthony Davis come out after a rough season last season and play well. He got off to a good start. I think he had like 15, he had like 15 points pretty early on in the game. And then LeBron James did his did his work. Got it got up to like 30 points and from a from an offensive standpoint and point standpoint our our big 3 put up points, which was good. The defense on the other hand did not look that great. Uh, you know, allowing 123 points from the Warriors, which, I mean, the Warriors are such a good shooting team. Like, it's kind of inevitable that they're going to put up some points. But, you know, I was looking forward to this season. And, again, it's only one game. But looking forward to this season because Coach Darvin Ham has been spouting out how defense is going to be key for the Lakers this season. They're going to be a, a good defensive team and all these things. And, and I know the Warriors are really good offensively. They move the ball extremely well. They are probably the hardest team to play defense against with how with their ball movement and everything. But the Lakers looked lost last night. They couldn't follow the ball movement. They were – the Warriors had open threes all night, and they, they hit them for the most part. I, I was trying to look on NBA on the NBA app what percentage the Warriors had from behind the three-point line, and it wasn't showing up for some reason. But it was definitely – I think at some point in the fourth quarter, they were shooting like 45% from three or something. Something crazy. So, they shot really well. The Lakers did not shoot well. The Lakers shot 40 three-pointers. 40. They went 10 for 40 from the three-point line. So, I mean, I know why this happened, right? Because the Lakers don't have any shooters again this year. They don't have anyone that can shoot the basketball, at least from beyond beyond the arc. So, the Lakers, they're, they're the 
best when they're attacking the basket, whether it's Anthony Davis, LeBron, Russell Westbrook. They're all attack-the-basket kind of guys. Yes, LeBron can hit threes at times. Yes, Anthony Davis can hit threes at times, although last season he was one of the worst three-point shooters. They're not three-point shooters, not in the way the Warriors are. So shooting 43-pointers is, is ridiculous, but it makes sense that they did this because, I mean, it makes sense considering how the Warriors play defense that this happened because... Of course, you're going to pack in the paint when, you, when you're playing the Lakers because you know they don't have shooters and you know they want to attack the basket. So you leave them open from three, let them take 43 pointers, and they make 25% of them. So, rough, it just, it's, it's so annoying to watch. And part of this is roster construction. And part of it is coaching, honestly, and, and playing. I mean, you're an NBA player, so you think you can hit threes. You think you can do all the you know you 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 take the threes because they're open which make I mean obviously if I was a coach and I see you have open threes I'll be okay yeah shoot the open shot but at the end of the day you got to know your limitations and 43 pointers should be the limitation so the Lakers tough just a tough night tough night overall NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Lakers fans, I don't know if we're betting on the Lakers necessarily, especially these first seven games like we're talking about. Maybe they're winning a couple games, but, you know, I think they'll be close. So maybe you want to make some bets on on taking the under on the Lakers there with that. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN to make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Some things to mention to take into account are, you know, some of the injuries, right? So Dennis Schroeder, he's out for a few weeks, which I think Dennis Schroeder helps because he does help offensively more than Patrick Beverly does. Patrick Beverly last night got into foul trouble early. He only took five shots which were all three pointers he went one for five um which i patrick beverly he his strength is defense right so you have him on the floor to play defense not really for offensive purposes but it is tough to have a guy out there for you know 20 24 30 minutes a game only putting up three points now if he's moving the ball and he's getting assists and stuff then that, that's fine Right, you don't need to put up points necessarily to be effective on the basketball court. And if he's also playing good defense and all that stuff, then 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 that's great. It wasn't totally apparent Patrick Beverly making a huge difference for the Lakers, especially because he got into foul trouble pretty early last night. I think that will evolve. I think he will become more comfortable with the team. I think it'll get better over time. But last night was a little rough from him on both sides of the ball he did have a few good like pokeaways and steals and stuff also also something i noticed last night was the lakers 
they're the way they go after the basketball, like loose balls and stuff, was I don't know, like they were just kinda of, they would like poke at the ball and then the Warriors would good get a good bounce. Like I felt like all the bounces were going towards the Warriors, which was you know, maybe just my biased Lakers fan and me watching. But the way that like the Lakers would poke at rebounds and stuff, it would just go to the Warriors and then they they'd get a layup or an easy jump shot or, or something, you know, and it, so like that I think that's just part of like the Warriors being in the right place at the right time kind of thing. But you know, Warriors played well. Steph had 33 points. I think Clay had like 19 or something. Um Jordan Poole looked good. And yeah, I mean, it's tough. I will say for the Lakers, Kendrick Nunn looked pretty good from the three-point line. I think he had like 12, 12 or 15 points on the night off the bench. So he looked good from three. Like, So if he could be a guy that comes off the bench and, sh- and hits threes for us or maybe ends up in a starting rotation as a three-point shooter, maybe that that's some light at the end of the tunnel for the Lakers from a shooting standpoint. But overall, outside of, outside of Kendrick Nunn, the bench did not look great. Um... Yeah, just a overall tough night. I mean, it's tough to start the night, start the season playing against the defending champions who are favorites potentially to go win the championship again. So, I can't I don't want to I don't want to read too much into one game against one of the best teams in the league, but for all of us, well, I won't I'm not going to put myself in this category, but for all the Lakers fans out there that had hopes of the Lakers being a playoff team this year, uh, this game should be a, a gentle reminder that it's going to be tough for the Lakers to make the playoffs. Like, I mean, last night, Lakers didn't play that bad. Like, it was really one quarter where they played awful. And that's and that's kind of like the, the narrative of the Lakers. That's how they were last season where it's like they didn't play terrible. Like, they're not the worst team in the league. They're, they show potential. You, you feel like they should be able to win games which makes it even more frustrating. But three quarters of the game, the Lakers were they hung right in there. It was a, they were playing well. They were down by seven at halftime, and then the third quarter rolls around, and the Lakers get, go. They end up down by almost thirty points, and then they have to claw claw their way back. They, I mean, take this with a grain of salt because the Warriors had a lot of their player their stars on the bench, but the Lakers kind of claw back a little bit. They get within like thirteen or so in the fourth quarter. It looks like they could make a comeback or something and you know and then the Warriors hit some big threes and the game's over so they were in the game at at certain points they were playing with them there I mean the Lakers have the potential to to hang with the best teams in the league but you have to you have to get rid of these third quarters or second quarters or whatever quarter it's going to be where the Lakers get outscored by 20 points you just can't you can't have that you can't get outscored by 20 points and expect to win basketball games so that was kind of the crux of of last night you know way too many three-pointers defense looked pretty suspect and a terrible third quarter really is what led to the demise of the Lakers last night so there's definitely good and bad again like I mentioned LeBron looked good AD looked good Kendrick Nunn looked pretty good off the bench Russell Westbrook looked decent he looked pretty good um so you know it's Again, you got to take it with a grain of salt. The Lakers, they are playing the best team in the league. They're playing the best team in the league. So that that said, like 
I would love for the Lakers to not lose to the Warriors. I don't like losing to the Warriors. I don't like losing to Steph and Clay and and Draymond. You know, it, it, it's annoying, but it is just the situation we're in with, the, with this, this Lakers team. Like they're not, they are not one of the best teams in the West this year. They will be fighting for the play-in tournament this season. That just is um, until the Lakers make a trade. That's just the reality of where we're at. We're not. We are not a shoo-in for the playoffs this season. That's for sure. So, and this that's all predicated even on LeBron and Anthony Davis staying healthy, which they haven't done in two seasons, really. So, you know, there's rumors that the Lakers are, are still having trade discussions with, like, the Jazz and the Nets and the Pacers and teams like that. But, you know, I guess our only – our best hope is that Russell Westbrook starts playing well to the point where teams – might consider it you know I, I feel like the Lakers will eventually decide to to move the two first round picks you know I, I feel like that was part of LeBron <clears throat> part of the reason LeBron decided to sign an, sign an extension was kind of like because the Lakers would be willing to do what they need to do you know trade the the first round picks now should they trade two first round picks for buddy healed and and miles turner probably not that's probably not a good trade but there's probably a trade out there with a team that is willing to take those two first round picks there was a rumor last night going around that the lakers could have traded what was it it was the jet they could have traded the jazz um Russell Westbrook, the first two round picks for Mike Conley, Bogdanovich. Is that who it is? Bogdanovich? Um, Rudy Gobert and a 2023 first round pick. I don't know if those players make the Lakers a championship contender necessarily, but that 2023 first round pick is kind of juicy and could help the Lakers make a further move. But I don't know. To be honest, like, Rob. It's tough because the Lakers have won a championship with Rob Palenka as the GM, but I think it would be unwise of us to say that he's been a good GM for the Lakers. Like, he's made some good moves, right? Like, trading for Anthony Davis is great. Signing LeBron is great. All these things, but... I mean the Lakers were the Lakers were a legitimate championship team in when they won in 2020. And then the following year, they I actually liked the moves he made, bringing in um Dennis Schroeder, bringing in Marcus Saul, Montres Harrell. Like those were those were good moves. Like I felt like those moves made the team better. And then the Lakers get Anthony Davis gets gets hurt. You know, we we probably I've said this too many times on this podcast. We would have beat the Suns if Anthony Davis stays healthy. It just that's just how it is. Suns going to win, going to lose in the in the finals. So that that's where the Lakers were at that season. And then I, I get there. There was probably chemistry issues. I get that there's probably reasons I don't even know why they blew that team up. But from a basketball standpoint, like. It made no sense. I mean, I get Dennis Schroeder was asking for way too much money. Montrose Harrell had his own issues. Marcus Gasol was getting old. Like, I do – it makes sense. But –
but to blow that team up completely, trade for Russell Westbrook, like, just terrible GM moves, you know? And then this season, right, like, it remains to be seen what's going to happen. But the roster construction is just is terrible. I get that they're probably trying to still make a trade. They're still trying to figure things out. They're, like, they're hoping that this isn't the final roster just as much as we are. So I, I, I get that as well. So, I, But Rob Palenka, the fact that he signed a four-year extension is a little ridiculous to me. Like, I get he's in the Lakers family. I get that he won a championship, brought Anthony Davis in, all these things. But a four-year extension is, is a bit, a, maybe a bit much. I don't know. It's uh, it's tough. This season, I'm expecting more of last season. More disappointment, more frustration. Until the Lakers can make a trade. That's this season. The success of this season is, is not based on this current roster. Because this current roster is not going to be that successful. We need, a, we need something. We need more more um just a more dynamic roster people that could do more people that can shoot people that can spread the floor people that can defend guys like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and and the bigger you know the wing players things like that so it it seems like a simple solution I think in theory it's a simple solution obviously actually going out and making the trade going out and and doing that is a little is a little harder you know I wouldn't want to be in his position it's easy for me to sit here and criticize what he's done but at the same time like I wouldn't necessarily want to do it myself so (laughs) so I I don't envy that position but the roster construction has been suspect let's just say that I'm excited for Dennis Schroeder to get back I think that will help the guard play it'll help some some spacing of the floor but even Dennis Schroeder is kind of an attack the basket kind of player like he's not really a three-point shooter so, so that's tough. Lakers, they're, the start of their season is a little rough. So they played the Warriors, and then they go and they play. I want to say they play the Clippers next. I, I'm driving, obviously, so I don't have it in front of me. But the first seven games are the Warriors, the Clippers, the, the Blazers, the Nuggets, the Nuggets again, the Pelicans, and... One other team that is, I'm missing. It's, yeah, I'm not remembering it for some reason. But it's another team that I, basically, the first seven games, I expect the Lakers to go probably two and five. I think the Lakers can beat the Blazers, and I think they can beat the Pelicans. But even the Pelicans, like they're a good team, you, you know, between. CJ McCollum and and Brandon Ingram and Zion and all that stuff like the the Pelicans are not necessarily an easy win I think the Lakers can beat them so it's possible the Lakers even start one and six so get ready for some early disappointment this season I think it's going to take a minute this Lakers team is young there's a lot of young guys on the team that are getting minutes Lonnie Walker started for the Lakers last night you have Juan Toscano coming off the bench he got a good amount of minutes last night um Troy Brown is hurt right now uh Damian Jones got a good amount of minutes so there's a lot of young guys out there that are getting a lot of minutes for the Lakers that 
I I expected to there's be there to be some growing pains as this Lakers team meshes. You know, I don't. It just feels kind of strange, right? Like you have LeBron and like I feel like you have like LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, who are kind of in the same tier of just like experience, and then you know Patrick Beverly's in there somewhere as well, and then all these young guys, you know Troy Brown, Juan Toscano, Lonnie Walker. Damian Jones, Thomas Bryant, you know, he's youngish. Um, and like, just like the idea of the, like them meshing together seems tough. I mean, LeBron is really, really good at bringing teams together. You know, you see it if you've watched the Redeem Team documentary on Netflix. Like, he is, he's serious, but he also likes to have a good time. He likes to have fun. He, he likes to bring people together. So I think that the chemistry on a team really stems around LeBron and his attitude towards the team. So if he views, if he if he knows this team is going to be in there for the long run, for the long haul, then you know maybe he will put in the effort to make sure this team he does what he can for this team to connect and and build some chemistry. If he knows that Rob Polinka is looking for a trade and blah 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 then maybe you know he's not putting in as much effort to build team chemistry you know I don't, I don't really know but it's early in the season I'm curious to see how the team chemistry works out with this team just because you do have a big gap and like some experienced guys some young guys you know I, I almost it's funny because it feels almost similar to the LeBron's first year where it was like LeBron and you had like Lonzo and and Ingram and all these young guys and it's like felt kind of just off a little bit I almost am getting those vibes again this season but I'm hoping that it can turn into just good chemistry and they can learn how to play well together and all these things but it's a remains to be seen I suppose it's a you know we'll see what happens but yeah I mean at the end of the day I think you know I'm still excited about this Lakers team I do think that there's a lot of room for growth which is nice to see I think that's what's nice about having a lot of young guys on the team is like there's room for growth, which is which will be fun to to watch and, and see how that goes. Obviously, with growth comes growing pains, so there will be a lot of frustrating moments, I'm sure. But you know, outside of like the poor shooting, offensively, I like how the Lakers look. Like I liked seeing Anthony Davis be kind of more of a focal point early on in the game, like getting attacking the basket. Like it felt very similar to his first season with the Lakers, which was kind of what we want to get back to pretty much. He was also making good defensive plays. You know, he picked off, made a nice, like, pickoff pass. He picked off a pass, like, mid-court and took it down for, like, a layup, which was not – we weren't seeing that kind of effort last season or even the season before that. So seeing him put in that effort is really cool to see. He looks good. He looks healthy. He looks like he's feeling good. Knock on wood that it stays the same. Um LeBron, again, putting up 31 points, looks as, you know, I mean, I won't say looks as good as he ever has, looks as good as he ever has, but he looks good. He looks good for being almost 38. You know, he's still putting up numbers. He's still competing. He's still one of the best in the league. So, again, with LeBron and Anthony Davis healthy, the Lakers can win games. They can, 
they the, just those two can will the Lakers to playoff contention, but it's going to take a lot of it's going to take you know Anthony Davis putting up 35, LeBron putting up 30. It's going to take much more production from those two than what we saw last night, which is kind of crazy because they played well last night. So, you know, we need we need the rest of the team to step up as well. You know, it's tough when you have your the starting five last night was Patrick Beverly, Lonnie Walker, Russell Westbrook, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. LeBron at 31, Anthony Davis at 25, Russell Westbrook at 19, Patrick Beverly had three, Lonnie Walker had, I think, four points. So when that's your starting five, that's rough. And then off the bench, you had Kendrick Nunn, who I think had 12. And then there's a few points sprinkled in there. Like there's, a, you know, someone had three, someone had four, someone had five, right? It's, that's all the scoring that we got. And put up 109 points, but that's not enough when you're playing against the Warriors who put up 123, right? So like it's, and then again, like the, the Lakers had an incredibly bad dry spell in the third quarter. Got outscored like 32, 36, something like that to 19. Otherwise, the Lakers were, they, they won the fourth quarter, and they were close in the first and second quarters. You know, so tough third quarter. Though, I think the halftime adjustments will come with time. It will come with chemistry, all those types of things. But it's a, uh, you know, it takes time. These growing pains. This is a pretty brand new team from from last season, right? There's not a whole lot of turnover, so. That's gonna. It's gonna just take time. And playing good teams is tough. The Western Conference is good this year. You got a lot of good teams, and the Lakers are gonna have to navigate their way through a tough season. It's gonna be a tough season. I think the Lakers can make the playoffs. It's definitely not a shoe in. It's definitely not for sure gonna happen. The Lakers are not one of the top eight teams in in the Western Conference right now. It just that's just how it is. Can they get there? A hundred percent. This team can definitely build and, and grow and and figure it out but it'll take some coaching adjustments it'll take some roster adjustments potentially and it'll take the team you know playing defense listening to the coach doing all these different things to to ensure that they're putting themselves in a position to to win a basketball game so a lot more to come this season I'm excited for it I'm a little nervous for it but it's exciting nonetheless it's good to have Lakers basketball officially back. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Go Lakers. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lakers Carpool. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and share it on social media with your friends. You can find the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or most places where you listen to podcasts. Again, thank you so much for listening and go Lakers. Mm -hmm.